All right. Well, welcome. Welcome back again. Uh, thank you for praying for that offering. Thank you for praying earlier for the families who are dealing with tragedies. Um, today is a special day. <laughs> this is Cindy Dornacker, everybody. And uh, instead of a sermon, I'm going to be interviewing Cindy about the many ups and downs that she has been through over the last six months and God's goodness in it all. We're just going to talk about God's goodness. Um, Cindy is one of the leaders in our church. She is uh, on our executive team, uh, which is basically our board. She's on our board. Uh, her and her husband have led different life groups in our church community. Um, I know you mentor one of our young women. Yes. Um, yes. You guys have been mentoring and uh, doing premarital counseling for a young couple in our church. True. Um, I could probably list a whole lot of other things that uh, Cindy and her husband Dan have, have been to our church. Um, but they're, they're a big part of our church, a big blessing. And I asked Cindy if she would be willing to do an interview um, because she was just on my heart a lot over the last few months. Everybody's been going through crazy times. I mean, there's a lot of changes and stuff for for everybody with with COVID and jobs and finances and school and and all that stuff. But, But on top of all that stuff, you had a lot happen. Um, I'm going to list out what I remember, and you correct me of you know fill in what I'm missing. But first of all, you finished the Empower program for women, a nine month program right. that women in our church do mm-hmm. um, with our denomination, and that was an intense sort of thing. Yes. And as that was ending, you were also caring for your mother, right. who was sick, um, and who ended up passing away in May. Correct. Right. Um, then Actually, right before Empower graduation. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's right, because you missed the Empower graduation. No, I did get there for the graduation, but it was right at that same time. Okay. You okay. didn't see me. I just didn't see you. <laughs> it was on Zoom. I was and there. I was looking for you, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and soon after that, two of your adult children were baptized. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, Chelsea and, and Matthew. Yeah. Um, soon after that, you had a granddaughter born. Yeah, yeah. Um, soon after that, you had a beloved pet pass away. Yeah, yeah. And then a job transition, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Am I, am I missing anything else? No, actually, it, in some ways, it's funny because it, it felt like more than that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. So, seeing you... You and your family go through all that. I was just like, how is Cindy processing all this? Um, I know you're somebody who is passionate about prayer. I know you and your husband, you wake up every morning, you pray together, you seek God together. And I was just wondering, how is Cindy processing this? Um, and, uh, And I wonder if that would be a blessing to our church community as we end the summer together. Just, just to hear from one of our leaders, just a, just a glimpse into the life of somebody who's, who's been walking with the Lord and just drawing near to Him during all these ups and downs. Mm. So, mm. I'm pretty humbled by that. Yeah, well, um, yeah, so we don't have a plan. There's not really a big plan. We, we've talked a little bit. Um, but we're just going to kind of 
jump into it here. Trust God. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't. Trusting. It's not on Zoom. No. So it's, it wasn't pre-recorded. This no. is live. No. So no, we really haven't talked about it. Yeah, not a whole lot. So this is very spontaneous. Partly intentionally, just mm-hmm. didn't want to mm-hmm. control it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with this. How do you feel like the Empower program prepared you? For all the things that were going to happen, right? All the ups and downs that yeah, were yeah. coming. So I wouldn't have thought of it as being a preparation, but um, I would say I was. So I'm going to go back a little bit. You yeah. know, I'm going to go back before I even planned on being a part of um, Empower, and that I really just felt like God was. Um, I felt a need to try to press in more, right? So um, when the Empower came up, I, I thought, well, this is a good way for me to press in more. Life is busy. I have the family and work and the issues that were going on with my mom. At that time, um, you know, she was in and out of the hospital and, and some serious situations and then rehab and then home and dementia issues and um, very challenging times. And time, time as a whole became... Um, limited right so because I knew my time was limited I wanted to be a part of empower because I knew it was going to kind of force me essentially to um, press in Mm -hmm. and so um, I would say that the empower program um, kind of made me right Mm. it made me press in and and it really does um, work towards um, study you know knowing getting in the word of God but also self-reflection yeah. So there's the head, there's the heart, and then there's also the call to um, service, you know? Yeah. So the really important components of just our walk with Christ. So I feel like um, the preparation, like to answer that specifically, would be like it, it helped me just move closer to God, right? So in moving closer to God... I, I hope, or deepening the relationship, I should say, or mm. enhancing the relationship, just equips you at least equipped me to keep my focus in a good place with god i'd say yeah 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 yeah. that makes sense okay that's good yeah yeah um a lot of good things happen though as well so you know yeah yeah um so your mother being sick um during covid uh, uh, like you got you weren't able to see her uh, that much right i'm sorry Get right into that. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I didn't, I mean, I, I was prepared that I could cry, but I didn't know what happened so fast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that was very, very difficult. Um, we went there. I would go there. And, um, you know, when she was home, um when COVID occurred, she, right before COVID occurred, we knew that things were going to be shutting down. So she was stable enough to bring home from the um, rehab. Now, she had been in the rehab for a while in hospital. It had been a couple months, actually. So we made sure we brought her home. Um, but from that point, then when COVID hit strong, you know, back in, in, in March, um, the family was very um, cautious. And so um, it was kind of the situation where we weren't going in it was just keeping it as um uh, you know good for her as possible and my dad and so we would go there and or i would go there and open the window or talk through the window you know so um yeah and that was really really hard and that was really really frustrating to have to uh 
to have to have that be where you know uh, like that. And you know, we had the hope that she was going to rebound. She had rebound so many other times. So, um, but there was a period of time. I guess she passed on the 9th of May, and um, yeah, probably, you know, maybe two months of not being in her exact company. I could be off on that a little bit, but you know, like really not. We had seen her. She was in and out of the hospital like twice too during that time. Mm. But yeah, really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember praying that you would be able to get more time with her, you know, and uh, I I think even the morning that she passed, your son had texted me, Danny had texted me saying that, um, you know, it it doesn't look like uh, my my grandma has much time my mom is on her way yeah. over there yeah and she had passed just before right before you, we got there yeah she had um there. yeah so that was that was that and i was upset you know i wasn't you know but i you know i have a choice i have a choice to be angry or upset or not you know and and to just allow god to work however he'll work in the circumstance and so it wasn't the way I would have wanted it to go, um, but he's good. <laughs> you know, we said that. He's so good, and um, he really permitted uh, a very special opportunity for the family, uh, not by the guidance of what other people would have been saying, but, you know, when you're in those circumstances, she passed, she was in the house, and it, we hadn't clicked into um, hospice yet, and so... And we weren't realizing that the ramifications of what that meant, neither here nor there. We, the family got together and we were all there Mm. with my mom um, and kind of put some of those health concerns aside. And we really spent some um, precious moments with my mom um, that God is good. God is good. He provided that, you know, so I'm grateful for that. Did you, in the days following, did you have to fight off feelings of of being robbed of that time? Oh, 100%. I mean, I had had intense, 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 like I've never maybe experienced some of the most intense anger feelings. Um, I was so angry. I was really, really angry that um, we couldn't mourn her yeah. with the support of others. Yeah. You know, um, we know that that he, you know, God comforts those who mourn, you know, and he uses often, you know, he uses people and the sharing of love and contact to bring that um, comfort. And um, I was feeling very robbed of that. I was so angry. Uh, There was some really ugliness about me at that time um, that I was, I kept in okay check for the most part uh, in the sense that I don't think I, it was a couple of occasions where, you know, my sister caught a little bit of me. I had to quickly apologize. It wasn't her I was angry with or, or anybody. Yeah. I was angry at the circumstance. I was angry at what was happening. I was angry at, the, you know, it was no one's fault. But I was just angry at it for sure. Um, but I had to keep my head in a place so that my heart could be comforted by God to, um, and his grace is so good, and he, he, I, you know, I remember you um, 
texting me a couple days later saying, well, how are you doing? And I, and I, I was going to say something to the effect of like, well, you know, I'm making sure my head is in the good place. And, and, um, and I'm thinking, no, you know what? God's grace just was so present. He helped me remember that I've got to keep my thoughts on him. Mm. You know, I, if I keep my eyes fixed on him, I'll be in perfect peace, you know? So, mm. um, he reminded me of that. Holy Spirit reminded me of those things. It wasn't anything that I was doing, you know? So he was helping me get through it by remembering and bringing to light scripture that I needed to feed myself. And mm. peace came, and peace came, and peace came, and peace came. So he would, I'm just trying to follow you here. So he, you're feeling this anger. God is reminding you to fix your mind and heart on him. Right. And then you would open up scripture to do that. Right. Well, scripture, to, he'd bring scripture to me a lot oh, of times. Okay. You know? And, and in, in that process, Absolutely. that itself would just bring you the, the comfort right. or did you have to Absolutely. fight for that comfort and that peace? Well, I'd say there's a sense of a little bit of fighting because there's intention about it. Yeah. So it's not exactly, it wasn't that simple. There's choices in it. So if I, if I were to say the fight would be the choice, because you always have the choice. Where do I, where do I want to go with this? And how do I want to be? And how, who do I want to be? And who am I? And, and the reminder of who he is, you know, um, I want, I want to, I want to feel his peace. I want to um, experience that peace. I want to share his peace. I want to know his love. I want to be in that presence of him. Yeah. And and I and so it's important to reflect on um, the scripture because that's that's how he speaks to us. You know, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. I think. I, I think sometimes people are more. I think it just depends on circumstances and moments, uh, but I think sometimes people are almost passive recipients of God's comfort and peace that just overwhelms them, and there's not much. It's just like, wow, God just overwhelmed me. I woke up with this overwhelming sense okay. of peace, and other times it's yeah. it's like God's like, hey, I yeah. want to give this to you. I need you to I need you to take authority over those temptations, right? Exactly. And, the, and yeah, so that's what I was kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that happened too. I think there probably were times where. Um, peace came but i honestly you know first of all i had so much more grief than i ever thought i would have and um and it was a lot more difficult than i thought it was going to be because she was sick i don't know for some reason i thought maybe i'd manage it differently um but yeah so um yeah there were but there were times where i was waking up and i just felt sick you know um but then you know as time went on i think it was important for me, um, you know, to just bring myself back there. Like I had, again, the choice. So I don't, I guess you're right. You know, it can happen both ways for sure. And it sounded like it was yeah. a little bit of both yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, you gave me a whole list of scriptures. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to just. And there's more. <laughs> and there's more. And uh, we're not going to, you know, no, get to all of them. But yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to just uh, highlight a few. Uh, any that are, are popping in your mind right now that are worth jumping to first? No, go ahead. So let's all right. So know. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Yeah. How, how did God, if we could put that up. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Yeah. How did God uh, use this scripture uh, during, during this time? Yeah. So um, I th- 
the reason I, I love that scripture, that's not a new scripture to me, it's an old, that goes back, you know, kind of uh, an important scripture, but what came to my mind was in reflecting for today is just trust, right? And so trusting, so trusting him, trusting his goodness, no matter what the circumstances are, um, really reminding myself um, that um, as I, you know, uh, put, re like relinquish my desire to be in control of circumstances um, into his hands, then um, he'll move it in a direction that will be for the good, you know. So um, that played out in a lot of different ways, a lot of scenarios, you know. There's so many things that happened over the past six months and then even, you know, what bef before that are difficult, challenging times, you know. Yeah. So that's always, um, that was something even through Empower that um, I experienced is that I realized, so I'm digressing onto that first part question. Yeah. Um, I had I, I, my thinking, the renewal of my mind, you know, I'm aware like we have to take every thought captive into obedience in Christ and, and that, um, you know, that we're called in Romans to um, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of, you know, our minds. Um, that, you know, I wasn't recognizing and so through the assignments in Empower, you know, that you do the reflective papers and stuff. It came to light for me that, first off, I was a lot more negative. I see myself as a person half full, glass has half full, but I, I did at times think about negative things or meditate on negative scenarios that could happen or whatever. So the point being mm. is just um, recognizing that. So be more positive, like be more faith-filled in what God would want. That's why it became important to me that um, I understood that God is good. And I know that God, I knew in my mind God is good, but to truly believe that God is good and that he works for good, you know, he's always working for good for us. That's his desire for us. So if that's the case, then I need to be focusing on that. I need to be seeing that and not seeing negative. So um, that became a really important thing. And with that, also understanding that I tended to have a, 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 a this, my family will laugh. They'll say, Ma, really? You didn't know that you were controlling? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they will. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I recognize that I try to control things. Hmm. So I try to, um, I try to, um, you know, by thinking if I, if I do this or that or if I, I'll make it go good rather than like trusting, getting back to the trust issue. If I trust it, then, and I trust God in it, I don't have to do it. I don't have to worry about it. And then he'll do a way better job than I'm going to do in this circumstance. What kind of things? Like when you, when with, you could be, it could have been things like with even the, with the stuff with my mom. You know, I was trying to make certain things happen. Um, it, say after her passing. Okay. And like you know, I was really and it was very frustrating because I wasn't getting the cooperation that I wanted. You know. Yeah. And. Um, I, it was tough because I was mad, I was angry, I wasn't very malleable at that point. Um, but relinquishing it and saying, okay, I'm letting go. God, just do whatever you're going to do. And then it wound up being wonderful, one of which was the drive-by. The drive-by memorial. Incredible. It was amazing. I never would have thought that something... I didn't, I'll be honest, I wasn't in favor of it necessarily. Um, but it was amazing. 
it was so amazing and it ministered to my dad and, and me and I'm sure my family as well um, so significantly because we were so limited on how we could be ministered to and seeing eyes. It was just, it just was so comforting. It was so comforting. Mm, yeah. yeah. But that was something I let go of, mm, you know? Mm. So. Yeah, that, that, that. We were part, Justin and I, we were, our family was part of that. And I, yes. and, I, and I felt, I couldn't imagine, as driving by waving, I was like, I felt like you guys were being robbed. I was like, man, we can't go hug them. We can't go squeeze them. Like, that's how are they being ministered to in this? And to hear you say that is like, wow, God, God can overcome Absolutely. whatever Absolutely. limitations there are. Absolutely. Um, you you reference Romans eight twenty eight and twenty nine. One of my favorites. God causes. We know God causes all things to work together for good for those who love yes. Him and are called according to right. His purpose. Right. Um, we know that. That's Paul's reminder. We know that He causes all things to work together for good. It's just it's just difficult when what you're looking at right. isn't good. Right. You know, and right. to to, I kept thinking about your last few months with your mom. You couldn't see her the way a family member would normally spend right. with a, a sick and and you know dying family member. And then even that last morning, you you didn't get there. So I just, yeah, the fight to say God is good, even though this didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Exactly. Um, it, it really, I don't know, I just, it just, uh, it really had to be a, a constant choosing to, to, to believe that God is good. Right. And, and you're saying when we know, I think that that's, for me, what I'm realizing is that I would say I thought I knew, but I, I'm just challenging anybody to recognize really what are you, are you really seeing um, God as good? You know, are you really knowing that? Are you really knowing that he'll work all things for good, you know, to, to the, for those who trust him according to his purposes? That comes from your heart in a different way, and it, we're challenged. But I also believe the importance of the scriptures to feed ourselves, to the renew the mind, because then our mind works, we all work together, right? Our, our spirit, our, you know, our minds and our, our sense of it and our emotions and all that, it works together. And then you start to really sense it as a real truth right. to you. Because there's a difference between knowing it, which, you know, and then really, really knowing it as a truth that you've, you're seeing work out. And that's a working out process. And that's like a, again, transforming your mind constantly. And it's not. I haven't achieved it. I haven't achieved it. <laughs> Let, let's put that scripture back up, Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Cindy, what does that look like for you to to uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind? When you say it, you know, it's a process, and, it, you know, I forget the words you just used for that. But like ongoing, ongoing, never, yeah, 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 never ending. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, what, what does that? Can you just go into I a little more detail? So well, I think that um, we're. I think that we're born in this. So I'm getting back to like some. I don't know if it's called theology, but um, just the idea that we, our flesh, you know, like and and what we see and perceive in the world, right? Um, would say that certain th like I don't know or just general way of thinking as a whole if we can feed um, 
and, and remind ourselves of what God promises through his word, and we really get that, and we're allowing it to come into us, it changes our perspective. It changes our view. Like, then you know it as a truth. You begin to know it as a truth. And even once you can say you know it as a truth, I still have to renew my mind in it every single day because it'll vanish yeah. in a sense. I mean, it's there and it's going to stay there to, the, to some extent. But I think if I were to just cut off my scripture reading and my time with God and move on independent, it would essentially, in a sense, vanish. So it's a continual renewing, 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 renewing of those truths. Mm. Did that answer that? It does, yeah. So if, if, if you're not meditating on those truths on a regular basis, there's almost becomes a vacuum, a void that gets yeah. filled by other uh, things. And what could it get filled with? Like, you know, so we've got everything around us that tells us all kinds of terrible things. Yeah. And that becomes what you your view is. And, and I get that that's going on. I'm not denying that... Um, that fact, right? Those that that's fact. That's happening. Things are happening. Bad things are happening. But there's truth that stands apart from that, and that's what what the Word of God says. Mm-hmm. And um, focusing on that and, and and staying in that is what has helped me. Yeah. You know. Let's go to Second Timothy, one seven. You 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 told me about this one. I want to I want to know why. Okay, For the spirit God gave us does not make oh, us gosh. timid, but gives us power, love, and self discipline. Yeah, and so I say it: power, love, and sound mind. Yeah, self control is another word that's used there. Um, so that's huge for everything. And here I am, because I don't have a spirit of fear. So, which could have said, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> no, uh, you know, it's power, love, and sound mind and self-control, n- not timidity. Um, every turn. Um, I tend to be an anxious person as a whole. Um, I shouldn't say as a whole, sorry. And by my nature, you know, I'm not that in, in Christ, but my nature has anxiety, which is fear, right? It's a fear-based thing. So that's a scripture for me for every, almost every turn I could be making. Um, and I and it's important, and so that's why it's important to me. Because if it was important to me to, that's what got me to for impa- being involved in empower, um, you know, and multiple things that happen after that. Mm. And fear of like unknown circumstances, fear of like um, just being gripped in that can happen. You yeah, know? yeah. So soon after your mother passed, you, you while you're still grieving, you're you're. Matthew and Chelsea, two of your two of your four kids, yeah. um, decided to get baptized, yeah. and uh, they were part of our virtual baptism. We yeah. did the baptism oh in your gosh. in your backyard. What a blessing! But uh, that really, really special day. Yeah, yeah. How, what? Yeah, what? Can you? I mean, just what, other than the obvious of it being wonderful, like how? how what, what did God do anything in your mm-hmm. heart through that? Through them? Yeah. Well. It's funny because um, even in reflecting for today, so so Matthew's transformation took place back in March, you know, and then Christie's was, I mean, excuse me, Chelsea's was a little bit after that. Um, but it, for that, that day, so speaking to that day exactly, um, I got this overwhelming, like, um, it wasn't, again, it wasn't going, it wasn't the baptism that what we were envisioning. We never, like, I, if I was going to put the picture, perfect picture of my children's baptism, it wouldn't have been in a baby pool <laughs> in the backyard necessarily. Um, yet it was a perfect day, you know. Um, it, was, it was so uh, 
authentic to what was available and what mattered. And, mm. and there was water available, and that's all that mattered. And um, I felt blessed. There was uh, uh, the house being at our house in our backyard. Um, our house has always been a blessing to us. So, you know, to have them be baptized there turned out to be far more special than I ever anticipated. Um, my dad was there. Um, Quentin's grandparents were there. Quentin's. Um, your daughter Chelsea's right, boyfriend, right, just to right, people who don't know. Right. And I had in my mind, I'm like, we, I praise you, God, for the day that Chelsea and Quentin get baptized. <laughs> Matthew was wanting to get baptized, so I, I wasn't, you know, so I pray because at that point he was, you know, they weren't talking about it, and um, I didn't want to put, I wasn't putting pressure on them. I didn't want to put pressure on them at all. Um, but my dad being there was really special, and then that turned out to be like a moment for him that um, he really had his. Um, so you talk about, you know, the specialness of the day. He had um, he really broke down and he really grieved the loss of my mom that day because my mom would have loved to have been there. You know, like that would have been something super special for her. Yeah. And um, he knew that, and so he was really. He needed to have that break. He needed to have um, that place of just really, really, he lost control, basically, you know, and it was um, something he needed to go through. Mm. So that was special, you know, mm. and then just having my children, I felt like, um, I, I don't know if I'm talking more than I should right now, but anyway, no. it goes back to almost, I, if you don't mind, my, I'm going to just share that um, when I was on the Empower retreat, so I'm tying Empower into this again. I didn't, and I didn't even tie it together until just reflecting on what we might be talking about. And um, there was, uh, you know, there was, again, there was the retreat, and there was this song that I had never heard of before, and it was Miracle Worker at that time. Never heard that song before. And I kind of was like, wow, I wish they would do songs that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, well, they played, you know, she was a beautiful worship leader, and, and by... A day into it or not and playing multiple multiple times became extremely meaningful song and while I was um, in worship with that song um, God brought to my remembrance um, a, a, a scripture that I had prayed 28 years earlier when my kids were all babies and it was um, as for me and my house we will serve the Lord mm. So I, I, I claimed it. I took hold of it. I wrote it down. I wrote everything about it. And, and the words, you know, even when you don't see it and even when you don't feel it, he mm. never stops. He never stops working. And so um, it was, you know, it was really, really cool. I took, I wrote it down. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And this was January. 28 years ago? No, no. Oh. 28 years ago was my prayer over my family. Okay. When January it was, was very the retreat. Significant. Yeah. January was the retreat, and power. that's when it just he just brought he gotcha. just brought it in my heart during this song, and I knew it was significant so much so that I took the pen and paper, and as I'm worshiping, I started writing things down in the middle of worship because it was that significant to me. And you know, in hindsight now, like now looking back, I'm like, and then there's so much that has gone on. I kind of was forgetting about it. When my mom passed right, like right at the end of, I hadn't even finished my last assignment yet, it was kind of like the rug was pulled out with Empower. There was some things that kind of got lost in my memory because I just, 
I wasn't expecting her to pass at that moment, you know, so it was kind of hard. So anyway, this was kind of cool for me to look back on some of this and, and then reflect on it um, because I believe that to be the case. And I'm not trying to be, you know, anything, but I'm, I'm just standing on that promise, you know, so that was kind of cool. And yeah. I'm seeing it. I feel like I'm seeing it come to play for such a time as this. I've yeah. told my children recently for yeah. such a time as this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh. And then your grandbaby. You had a new grandbaby. Yes, yeah. Yeah, what a blessing. Life. Just, yeah. Just sort of like... Um, your fourth grandbaby? Love, like... Right? A fourth, yep. Yeah. Two and two now, June. Um, love. Like, just love, right? Birth. The miracle of birth. The miracle of life. What a gift. The 30th of June, you know? Um, pure love, you know. Yeah, and that's that's too. She was born to Danny and Kristen mm-hmm. Dornacker, who are also big parts of our big parts, big a big part of our church community. And um, that has so that was a that was June thirtieth. Baby June was born. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm trying to I'm trying I'm thinking the timeline timeline now. Um, did God, w- was there anything um, that, that God kind of reminded you about himself through the birth? Oh. <laughs> well, his goodness and his love, of course, you know. And, and, uh, and life, you know. It's life. It's life. There's, it's life. And it was my, touching for, my, for me with my mom because my mom loved babies. But, and that was one of the things that was like almost a little bit hard. It was like I would be talking, I would be, if she couldn't hold the baby, she would have, and 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 I know that. Yeah, well, every grandmother does. My mom kind of had this really, really big thing for babies, so that was sort of really special, and precious. Yeah, you know, just really precious. Um, and his goodness and his love, like that, to me. Life. Yeah. You know, it's life. Let me ask you this. Um, I I've heard two. It, it described two different ways when somebody is has is grieving the loss of someone close. And, and they're experiencing some good things um, that some, you know, it, it could go to two different ways. That sometimes that, that the grief and the loss can make you ultra sensitive in a good way oh, to yeah. those blessings yeah. where it's like uh, it's, it's even richer now. Yeah. And then others describing it as it's almost like I'm in a bubble and I, I see that it's good, but I can't fully touch it or experience it because I'm mm. so filled with grief. Mm. Um, That's sad, yeah. Did you? I think I was sensitive. I was super sensitive. Like, so yeah. it's interesting that you're bringing that up right now because, um, yes, extremely tenderly sensitive. Um, to where you could appreciate it almost even more mm-hmm. because of that? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of God's goodness more, you know. Um, I call it raw. I called my. I felt like I was just raw, so I was just like exposed, you know. And that meant, though, I felt I felt like that was part of the reason why anger kind of was a little bit hard. Like I, I intensely acted on anger. I am not. That's not how I am typically, you know. That's not an experience I have. But I was raw. I was exposed, and um, so. But getting through that with God's grace, you know, to be able to experience in rawness love you know and just 
love of family, love of anybody, you know, yes, hmm. absolutely, that was my experience. And hmm. I feel sad for a situation where they, you can't, and that's got to be super frustrating. I can't even imagine being on that side of it. Yeah, where well, you can't, You're you can't enter it. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second Corinthians 5, 7 is another scripture you gave me. Let's put that one up there. We live by faith and not by <laughs> sight. We live by <laughs> faith, not by sight. Yeah, what was the significance of this one for you okay. through this time? I, um, I, I, I'll refer the, to the song, even when you don't see it and even when you don't feel it. Um, God is faithful. God is working. And a walk by faith and not by sight. I'll see something sometimes, and it's contrary to what I'm believing for and the hope that I have, whether it's for a child or a circumstance. Um, but if but if it aligns with God's promise and goodness for me, I'm going to walk by faith to know, especially if it's been revealed to me. Um, for instance, even in the season right now of saying and taking a stand to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It does, and I don't even know, like I, I recently sent my kids a text and um, said, I'm praying, I'm looking forward to seeing how God is going to um, work through you, you know, and, um, and I'm praying. Um, I might not see that. I might not see it in them right away, right now. And I can't let that discourage me or put it to be that it's not still a truth. It is a truth. And um, I might see a fact or something happen that isn't that. And I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. Mm. I'm going to walk by faith by what God has said and promised. That's what, to me, that's what it is. And it's super important for me. It has been this year, you know? Yeah. It's just a revelation that's come to me more clearly this year, I guess. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And how do you do that without denying the reality of certain facts that right. are around you? Right. And that's exactly that. I'm not going to deny the fact. I'm not. Yeah. I, and I'm learning that. I'm, I'm growing in that. I don't, have, I don't have anything down. But like that it would be um, uh, an exercise, so to speak. Right? It's an yeah. exercise of saying, okay. You know, I see this. This is, you know, this is uh, a fact that's happening. But I'm going to keep my mind renewed, transformed into uh, what God has promised, and that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna go. That's where I'm gonna be, and that's yeah. where I'm gonna stay. That to me, that's walking by faith and not by sight. God's hope. Yeah. Yeah. And then, as if your emotions and your nerves weren't as you know already super raw. Your 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 doggy died. Oh. You you had her for how long? Fourteen. Fourteen years, yeah. Yeah, that was hard. That was really hard. <laughs> yeah. It was so that takes you by surprise too, because you know, I don't know. In some ways I maybe cried more <laughs> on, on spontaneously for her, you know. Um in a pet and everybody knows this, you know, pets bring you love and comfort um, and sometimes provide something that um, you take for granted. Yeah. So, you know, she was not going to give me love like she, or I wasn't going to receive the love, right? That she provided. Yeah. That was going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, 
when my dog died two years ago, she was nine, and it was it was so she was young. She was a lab, mm. and uh, you know, younger than she had cancer. Um, there was a uh, there was we buried her in the backyard mm. um, because we uh, I don't know I I I couldn't I just wanted to bury her to, to something about that would mm-hmm. help bring closure and. Um, there there was something about her dying burying her that to me just reminded me of how um god's promise to renew all of creation one day mm-hmm. and how you know um w- you know one day when jesus returns and he's going to renew all of creation he's going to renew he's going to bring us new glorified bodies and he's going to renew this earth and um, there'll be animals, scripture says, and not, you know, it doesn't necessarily say that it's going to be our pets. I know. You know, we, yeah. we don't know that for sure, but that there will be animals and like putting her in the ground was like, I'm going to get choked up, was almost like, yes, this world's broken, but one day Jesus is, is, is coming back. And the brokenness of this world, it's, it's, it's almost like, you can you can say well it's only a pet you know it's not like actually if you know a human family member but it's almost like the brokenness of this world extends to everything right it extends to everything i mean bugs and everything is just fractured and it's like so when a pet dies it's like gosh there's nothing that the brokenness of this world doesn't touch right. and yet it's a reminder that there's nothing that god's promised to that's renew right. that's right doesn't cover exactly you know exactly and that's the hope right that's the hope and that's what makes god good that's the goodness of god you know not our broken world this, yeah this is not good this yeah. isn't good you know but um but he is you know and like you said that's the hope yeah and our hope is for today as well you know yeah. Because he calls us to that. Yeah. You know, he calls us to um, be that now and to enter into that for him and to work towards that now, you know, that kingdom restoration and yeah. bringing people and, and all of that, bringing more people. And he wants that too. Yeah. He wants us to do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We, we get to be agents of his of his kingdom now. I like to say we get to bring movie trailers now of what that future kingdom will look like. Glimpses and hints of his goodness mm-hmm. and his kingdom. Absolutely. So Cindy, how about we how about we end like this? Let's uh we're going to have a, a little bit of a worship. Mandy uh is going to lead us with a little bit of worship, but um before we before we go to that, could you pray for the people who are watching? who are struggling right now with the temptation that they have been robbed or cheated, stolen, um, where they are not seeing God's goodness evident in their circumstances, where they are looking at facts that are negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, however you feel led to pray for them. I mean, whether it's, I mean, we started this service praying for the, Chantel and John Mendez, who lost their nephew, and Brianna Peterson, who lost her boyfriend. Um, th- there's others who are struggling in their marriage. Mm-hmm. 
there's there's anxiety there's discouragement there's all kinds of financial problems um yeah god's good he i know i know he is he is good so can we, we pray right now yeah okay. could you <laughs> i didn't know if you're gonna have mandy go now no, we'll, we'll have you pray and then we'll and then we'll okay. go to mandy okay. singing oh lord god i just um i thank you I just praise you, thank you, thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the um, for what He has done for us, what He has done for us, and how we are redeemed. We stand um, redeemed, redeemed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping us. Thank you for the gift of your presence. So, Lord, it, it, I just lift up. I lift up uh, individuals who um, are struggling, who, Lord, that, that they are seeing um, difficulties. They're experiencing difficulties. They see the facts of this world of um, death and destruction, and it's true. And that's not, or I should say, that's a, that is a fact. Those are facts. That's, the truth is this, though, Lord God. Greater are you in us than he that is in this world. And the spiritual kingdom yeah. is is greater than the physical realm, and that's a whole other important aspect to all of this, Lord God. Yeah. That, and we worship you in spirit, and we worship you in truth. I lift these people up to you, Lord God, that they would um, recognize um, more. Maybe they do, but even more increase their understanding of um, the difference between the fact. And then the promises that you have mm. that are the truth, even when we don't see it, and even when we don't feel it, it's your desire for good. Mm -hmm. And it is a it is a battle, and it is difficult. So um, that the minds and the hearts and the spirits of those who are touched with difficulties, um, they see those difficulties, Lord God, that you would touch them with your hope, your presence your love, your goodness, that they would lean into that, they would lean into that truth, mm -hmm. the truth of that, that they would fix their eyes on you, that as they fix their eyes on Christ, that they would have perfect peace, Father, that you would continue to remind them to think on you and your goodness and your love, that they would grow, that they would invest themselves in... Um, and the Word of God, and who they are in Christ, and just grow in that, grow in that understanding, and you continue to guide them and help them. Mm. Father, I just praise you and thank you. I lift up in particular um, the Peterson family, the Mendez family, Lord God, and um, our mm. hearts are just broken with them, mm. yeah. just broken with them. And I know, Father, that you are the comforter, and as we've all been praying, we trust that your comfort will come to them, that your love will be with them. Again, Lord God, we lift up this day and we praise you that we would look to you, we'd look to your beauty, look to see how you reveal yourself to us and mm. the creation around us. I can only imagine what the restored creation mm. will be. Yeah. That's so amazing. Mm -hmm. So I lift this to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.